Hello, and welcome to A Course in Miracles for Regular People. I'm your host, Reverend Robin. In this podcast, we read and discuss the text of A Course in Miracles. I also have another podcast that is reading and discussing the daily workbook lessons. That one is called A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People. I love talking with people about A Course in Miracles and the daily lessons, and I welcome interaction and feedback. There are several ways you can reach out to me if you'd like to chat. I'm on Twitter at ACIMFOR. I have a Facebook page called A Course in Miracles for Regular People. You can email me at ACIMFRP, that's A Course in Miracles for Regular People, ACIMFRP at gmail.com. Or you can simply go to anchor.fm and leave me a voice message. Actually, you can also make donations on Anchor if you'd like to support this podcast, and I really appreciate that. Now let's get started with today's episode. Hello, and welcome to episode 70. Today we are continuing in chapter 3, and we will be concluding section 6 of chapter 3, the judgment and the authority problem. So, reviewing from last week, well, the week before, as we said, the title of this section is Judgment and the Authority Problem. So we started talking at the beginning about the last judgment, and after the last judgment, there won't be anything, and that judgment is symbolic because beyond perception, there is no judgment. Then in the last episode we learned that we experience things because of our judgment. It said that if we feel tired, it's because we have judged ourselves as capable of being tired. And technically we're not. It's just that all the judging that we do makes us weary and we feel tired. Last night we, I mean, last night, last week, we alluded to the idea of what exactly is the authority problem. So that's what we're going to find out today. So let's get started here. We are in paragraph eight of section six of chapter three. So it says, the issue of authority is really a question of authorship. Now, I never really thought about it that way before, but when you're authoring a book, or a poem, or a song, you have authority over that thing to put in it whatever you want to put in it. So the issue of authority is really a question of authorship. Continuing, when you have an authority problem, it is always because you believe that you are the author of yourself and project your, your delusion onto others. You then perceive the situation as one in which others are literally fighting you for your authorship. This is the fundamental error of all those who believe that they have usurped the power of God. This belief is very frightening to them, but hardly troubles God. He is, however, eager to undo it, not to punish his children, but only because he knows that it makes them unhappy. 
when we think that we have usurped the power of God, that we are stronger than God, then everything we see or do or want, we want to be the final authority of it. And when that conflicts with something that someone else wants to be or do or have, then we wind up fighting. And that makes us unhappy. And God wants to undo that so that we can be happy. Continuing. God's creations are given their true authorship, but you prefer to be anonymous when you choose to separate yourself from your author. So God has given us authorship, but not in the way that we on the earth, in the physical reality, try to use it. Continuing. Being uncertain of your true authorship, you believe that your creation was anonymous. This leaves you in a position where it sounds meaningful to believe that you created yourself. The dispute over authorship has left such uncertainty in your mind that it may even doubt whether you really exist at all. How do we, how would we create ourselves? But then the age old question, what created God? And the answer that I was given as a child was, well, nothing created God. God just always existed. Not sure if this is going to address that question or not, but let's continue. We're at paragraph nine. Those who give over all desire to reject can know that their own rejection is impossible. So if we don't choose to reject things and just allow God to be God, then we can know that we will not be rejected. Continuing, you have not usurped the power of God but you have lost it. Fortunately, to lose something does not mean that it is gone. It merely means that you do not remember where it is. Its existence does not depend on your ability to identify it or even to place it. It is possible to look on reality without judgment and merely know that it is there, that reality is there. It's very difficult. It makes our lives very difficult when we see things that we feel are unjust. That shouldn't be. That person shouldn't have done that. That shouldn't be going on there. It's not fair. But we have not usurped the power of God, meaning we have not created a new reality that God didn't create. But we have lost the power of God because we are not acknowledging it. But just because we lost it doesn't mean that it's not there anymore. It is possible to look on reality without judgment and merely know that true reality is there. The power of God 
is there. Paragraph 10. Peace is a natural heritage of spirit. Everyone is free to re refuse to accept his inheritance, but he is not free to establish what this inheritance is. We have an inheritance that God created for us, and we can accept it or not. But whether we accept it or not does not make it real or not. Continuing, the problem that everyone must decide is the fundamental question of authorship. All fear comes ultimately, and sometimes by way of very devious routes, from the denial of authorship. The offense is never to God. It doesn't, God doesn't get harmed by the fear that comes from denying his authorship. But the offense is never to God, but only to those who deny him. To deny his authorship is to deny yourself the reason for your peace, so that you see yourself only in segments. This strange perception is the authority problem. Seeing ourselves in segments, the segments of you and me and him and her and us and them. All these divisions, we're seeing ourselves in segments. And this strange perception is the authority problem. There is no one, continuing in paragraph 11, there is no one who does not feel that he is imprisoned in some way. If this is the result of his own free will, he must regard his will as not free, or the circular reasoning in this position would be quite apparent. Free will must lead to freedom. Judgment always imprisons because it separates segments of reality by the unstable scales of desire. Wishes are not facts. To wish is to imply that willing is not sufficient. Yet no one in his right mind believes that what is wished is as real as what is willed. Instead of seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, say, will ye first the kingdom of heaven. And you have said, I know what I am, and I accept my own inheritance. So will ye first the kingdom of heaven. Don't seek, don't wish. When we wish for something, oh, I wish it would be this way, or oh, I wish it would be sunny today, or oh, it's been so hot for so long, I wish it would rain today. And we are denying our own creative authority that God has given us, and we are denying God's creative authority because we're wishing we're not willing if we willed that it would rain it would so i like this line here where it says free will must lead to freedom so if we truly have free will we have free will it's a matter of whether we accept it and use it appropriately our will is God's will, and when we share God's will, we have free will, 
and we can make it rain or stop raining, if you know, whatever. <laughs> so <clears throat> that is the authority problem is to see ourselves in segments see ourselves as separate, see everything that happens that exists in this world as separate from ourselves. Judgment and the authority problem. We judge because of the authority problem. And that is the root of all evil. six in chapter three and here are my takeaways from this whole section first judgment comes from believing that we're separate and it's the cause of fear conflict and fatigue second the authority problem is that we see ourselves as separate rather than one with God and with each other and with all things and third even though we have seen ourselves as separate, it is possible to look on reality without judgment and merely to know that God's authority and power are there. This week, I wish you a week of recognizing God's power and our authority, your own authority that God created you with to use God's power. This week, say, will ye first the kingdom of heaven? And in that way, you are saying, I know what I am, and I accept my own inheritance. Many blessings. Namaste.